Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Hello, um, welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I am beyond excited right now. I have two of my favorite humans in the same room in Colorado, one from Chicago and one from New York. Um, or not from, currently resides in. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm getting like the vibes also, over here. I'm from Indianapolis. Like, okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> she doesn't actually know us this well. She's kind of oh This is how the whole cast is going to go. I'm going to say two words, and then I'm going to let these powerful humans take over. But um, I'm going to let these ladies uh, introduce themselves and tell you their background. But uh, very serendipitous how I met both of them. They were friends of friends, met through them, met them through another um, women's event and things just kind of culminated. And this was, uh, got a couple years ago. So we've just kept in touch and now here we are working together and they're going to share their <laughs> views on the world, what they're doing and all of the above. So without further ado, welcome uh, Chloe and Sarah. Who wants to go first on their intros? Okay, I'm, I'm going first on my on my intro. Um, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is very cool to be in Denver. This is the first time that I've been here. Um, so it's, I feel like I'm doing like New York slash Denver today. I almost wore flannel. I didn't know. I no, thought you that. Didn't. <laughs> I literally have it. Did you really? I have it in my apartment and then I put it on. I was like, this is not my vibe. <laughs> was it like a Gucci flannel though? Like with um, a strip of flannel or it was, was it like No, legit it was like legitimately flannel. like a flannel. It wasn't, it was Banana Republic. So it wasn't oh, Costco. Okay, okay. It was like a, like a dark green with like anyway it was a nice pattern but um so uh introduction so i am a former divisional women's basketball player um what's cool uh, ball state university chirp 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 sarah and i's alma mater um but yeah so uh, turned entrepreneur advocate um have spent most of my career actually all of my career helping other athletes um in college and professionally figure out what they want to do once they're done competing so that's everything from helping them start foundations helping them start businesses helping them find other careers, really just helping them figure out what comes next after sport um, as a way for me to pay it forward because no one really ever did that for me. Um, But moved to New York in August and I'm now doing that part, working with some really great athletes and and recently have started an event planning business as well for young up-and-coming entrepreneurs. So that's exciting and terrifying, but great all at the same time. What is, just really quick, what is your angle on the event planning space? Like what is your competitive edge there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, me, um, in regards to event planning, obviously, I, I like to think that I take the athlete approach and mentality to everything, right? Yeah. So being able to be exceptional and, and very fine, fine-tuned in the details is huge. Um, but specifically, I work with entrepreneurs that are just getting started, right? So everyone, especially in New York, has an idea, has a dream, has a vision, but may not necessarily have the capital at the beginning to hire like New York event planners. So I work with people on a regular basis to help them with product launches, workshops, if they need to host a dinner for like capital fundraising like I would help them with that um, a lot of my um, clients are primarily people of of color young entrepreneurs like myself um, and I'm open really to, to working with anybody but ideally helping creatives and entrepreneurs execute the big ideas that may seem so big they just need help or someone to help them you know to bring those ideas to life love it yeah. I have a million questions, but we're going to let Sarah introduce herself to <laughs> Thanks. Go, girl. Um, so I'm Sarah McInerney. I am from Indianapolis. Uh, also went to Ball State, so chirp, chirp. Shout out, Cardinals. Um, <laughs> Maybe we can get this on, like, the alumni. Like, yeah. That'd I, be I feel great. like you guys absolutely could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I currently work at Finish Line. We are a national athletic 
apparel and sneaker chain. We're in the malls everywhere. Um, I work for the nonprofit part of the brand, which is called the Finish Line Youth Foundation. So we are a huge supporter of Special Olympics and Boys and Girls Clubs, which are two organizations very near and dear to my heart. So it's a lot of fun to interact with those organizations. And a lot of what I do is event planning, fundraising, and then employee engagement. I get to work with all of the amazing people in the field who are slinging sneakers every day so we can continue to do what we do for the kids. Um, So it's a lot of fun. Love my job for sure. I originally am from Northwest Indiana, went to Ball State. I played soccer for a year, did not work out. So I found uh, another athletic avenue, which is something that, yeah, that Chloe Chloe and I have connected on because... That's that's false. After basketball, I was like, I'm never seeing a platform ever again. And here she was today. I said that about after lacrosse, though, and here I am. It's fine. Anyway, sorry. Back to you. Back to you. Um, But I lost my athlete identity for the first time in college, and that was a huge transformation for me and um, just something that Chloe and I have connected on because that's what she's trying to help other athletes do. So much respect for that. Um, So since graduating and getting a full-time job, I have fallen into a big love for public speaking, and I built a brand around that called Passion Over Paycheck, which was public speaking and interviewing other people following their Passion Over a Paycheck through a blog. I have since kind of toned that down, and I'm going to transform it into a new era. It's it's weird to call it a brand, but a new era called Facing Fear, And so it's going to be a website, um, public speaking that I'll do. Um, It'll be more workshops. So I'm actually going to be interacting with people, making people in the room get to know each other and face fears together and talk about it out loud. And then um, also I'll continue um, getting to know other people and how they're facing their fears through a podcast. So yeah. super cool to be here, um, following Ko's footsteps and watching her do the podcast I think you thing. Had yours first, technically though. Yeah, it's it's well, all it's all in the works. We're in stride. We're in stride. Yeah. So well, you are. I have to. I got to keep up here. Yeah. So hoping to start the podcast this summer. After I finish my MBA, I'm a month and a half away from my MBA. And yeah, so that's my story. I'm a CrossFit level one trainer, workout, I run a lot and have aspirations of doing a marathon this year. So yes. I'm putting that into the universe. Yeah. So as you can tell, two of my my favorite thing about both of these guys is that they just work. Whatever it is. Um, you know, we don't get to talk a lot or keep in touch very much, but there's always a project going on or there's always, you know, a job alongside this entrepreneurial initiative or, uh, MBA or a charitable something or events or new, I mean, they just straight up do the work. And I have such respect for that because I think even when success comes and you accomplish a goal, like that skill set and that drive never goes away. Um, And it's hard, and we were just talking about this in the kitchen, to maintain balance with that. Because I do think as strong entrepreneurial, you know, women, uh, it's more is more. Like you like you can always do a little more, you can get, you know, make up sleep somewhere else or, you know, cut time from yourself from yourself to go take a meeting. And I think all of us have realized the hard way how important it is to step back. Um, what is like, and I'm definitely, this is a piece of the puzzle that I'm learning and it's me having my dog Cleo has really provided that space. Like I need to walk her. Like I need to take 30 minutes to an hour cause she's in good shape now. I always was, she's very energy, um, to go walk her. And like, that's been a very grounding space for me to be like, nope, it's, this is a priority. You take time. What's something that you guys now have been able to have that awareness and like take space for yourself. 
Like what's a good tip for anyone that's like seeking space and balance? So I just learned this. You can have your cake and eat it too until you can't. Yeah. And that just happened to me recently. I am so close to being done with this MBA and I, you know, have taken weekends away to become a trainer and learn how to be a coach. And it's, you know, it's okay. I'll do it. I'll study later. Um, you know, I've, I've still continued to travel and it's okay. I'll do it on the plane. No, I'm sleeping on the plane. You know, um, I'll join this group or be a part of this young professional group in Indianapolis. And I just kept saying yes and yes and yes and yes. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks when I, uh, all my classes are pass fail and I failed an economics class and that was not a good feeling at all. I'm very type A. Everything is done for a reason on a time on a schedule and not passing that class meant I wasn't going to graduate on time. And so I learned that you eventually can't eat your cake as much as you want to as well. So um, I took a step back, started saying no to a few things. I shut down passionoverpaycheck.org, which was hard to do, but I'm so glad I did it. And that actually gave me the space to dream up this new amazing era that I'm going to come through with, and that's facing fear. And um, the other thing that I did too is um, I've only had this experience once so far, so I'm not an expert on it, but I started going and seeing a, a mental health therapist, and oh, it was nice. a really good experience. So, is it like a doctor, intuitive, yeah, psychiatrist, mm-hmm. psychologist, psychiatrist, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think she's a psychiatrist or psychologist, <laughs> one of them. She's a varsity witch. What yeah, <laughs> she got into my mind, and after meeting her for one session, um, it was really helpful, and that's also hard to do too. Admit yeah. like. I need mental help because I consider myself very strong and strong inside and out. And it was the best thing I've ever admitted to myself. So, yeah, I basically just learned that you can have your cake and eat it, too, until you can't. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm actually still trying to figure out the best way that works for me, Um, especially since moving to New York. Like, New York has, has kicked my ass. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, New York is, is tough for a lot of different reasons. And I think that's something that, I mean, people say, you know, it's like the hardest city in the world to live in. And I, I really can like see why. Really? Um, New York in, in so many ways is is this hotbed of opportunity. So as an entrepreneur, like it, it's energizing. There's always something going on and it has, you know, sparked me creatively in a lot of different ways. Um, but it has also required me and allowed me to like take a step back and then look at myself and um, realize that like I'm I'm out like I'm out of energy you know like I think for you know a long time I had always kind of thought that I had this infinite source of whatever and that I would always figure out a way to get something done or do Mm -hmm. something or whatnot and then it came to the point for for me where I was just like I you know I'm not sleeping like I'm gaining weight like I'm not working out anymore like you know my friends like don't you know see this like same energetic person I'm like this is not me and at a certain point in time especially because the businesses that I do like the common thread is I'm serving people I'm helping them actualize their dreams whether it's my athletes figuring out what they're doing after sport or whether it's helping you know these entrepreneurs like execute events and and productions like that's one step closer to them living their dreams and if I'm in a space to where I'm emotionally empty or drained or exhausted or sick or what have you then like I'm not doing anyone a a service Um, and so for me I think some of the things that I've really had to do is just be okay with being silent and making sure that I have time for myself to really be grounded in what that is for me so I literally started my apartment is an hour away from my office so I walk to work every single day Um, and I actually listen to Oprah's like Super Soul Sunday on my way to work yeah so good 
And when I get to work, like I'll journal and I'll have that time. And then I'll always spend like five minutes at the beginning of each day. And actually, I need to check myself. It's not always. I'm trying to get better at that. Okay. I'm trying okay. to get better at that. Okay. Just keeping it all the way real. Like, you know what? Like, it's, yeah, it's it's not every day. Like, it sounds cute and great, but like, that's just not realistic. I try my best um, to at least start with with gratitude and being thankful for spaces and, and time and people and places and hoping that, you know, through that like self-reflection and that time, um, I'm not a big meditator, but like, I'll walk the hell out of a street. That's how you find that space, though. Yeah, yeah that's how I that's how I find that space. And if it works um, for you, it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just being able to like to reflect. That's something that I'm trying to do, and it sounds really really simple. But I feel like everything that we're doing is always so complex. Like I'm always thinking ten steps ahead. That like for me to be able to like bring something down just to its roots, yeah, like it's actually like- really hard. <laughs> like it's really yeah. tough. So that's what I'm trying to work on currently, and you know, it's it's working ish. I, I think something exactly what you just said that I really had to harness is being still. And I can't even, I can physically be still because sometimes I'm just so tired or sore or whatever. <laughs> I worked out once a month, so I'm tired from that workout 39 days ago. But it's... <laughs> that is not true. I know. Well, I mean, pretty close at this point. But like getting my mind to like shut down and be still and be and feel fully and be present on all levels is so hard because there is... A million things happening and we've got 70 ambassadors and 40 businesses and blah, 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 and everything is going all the time but it's like again if you can't be 100 percent, you're doing a disservice to yourself and everybody else mm-hmm. you're working with um and that was kind of my realization of like okay like if i'm giving somebody 60 percent, like that's i would be pissed about that yeah. yeah and even if my 60 is somebody else's 100 like that's still not okay yes right. oh so true and when yeah. you're serving people and that's your job which essentially that's the business we're all in like you have the only person that knows that is you so that accountability and that responsibility is really crucial yeah. Um, and I think spinning that away from it's about me to like I'm doing this for them mm-hmm. even though that's still kind of a selfish sure. thought yeah. was a, was a little almost is getting me there um, <laughs> to kind of like pause and pull back but I mean it's hard um, I did a 10 week session with a lady named Karen Stee she's local she's awesome and she's uh, a psychologist, I want to say. Yeah, see, right. But she don't know what the difference is. She's letting they uh, help. one, one prescribes <laughs> drugs, I think. Medicine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. She says medicine. I, I said drugs. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, but she's she's letting her certification go, and she's kind of like built out this whole new. Um, way of like victim work and language about being a victim and addressing issues that are kind of there and then they do like a whole muscle testing so if you don't really know what is going on like she'll muscle taste test you so it's a little bit of like the woo woo and a little bit of the doctor like western side and it's a good and she's just forging this new space and I initially went in and being like uh, it's about business and I got this and it turned around to be like uh no you don't believe in this and you've got issues here and I was like well holy shit I'm glad I came in like I didn't even know this is a thing yeah I was like great the list is way longer than I thought um but even coming out of that, I was like, man, Karen, this needs to be like practical skill when we're in fifth grade. Yeah. Like, so you have, like, you learn how to play sports and you learn how to take care of yourself mentally. Like, if we mm-hmm. do physical fitness, like, why wouldn't mental health be yeah. a fitness piece that you, or skill set that you have? For sure. Um, so I think that was really powerful. And this is something I love, like, just talking about it, but also, like, what are next steps and, like, how do we forge this conversation amongst our kiddos? Like, our adults, like, we're out here, we're figuring it out. But, like, again, what if we had the skill sets we do now at, in kindergarten or yeah. middle school like imagine your 20 year old self which i know that wasn't that long ago for you guys um but imagine how different you know you would have processed so many things you'd yeah. in your life at that point so there's my piece on that um and i love Chloe how you said you know that in the transition with you uh sarah you know going from athlete which is your identity and everything you do and then transitioning out into the normal world 
Um, for me, I always say, and this is something I really brought to my business working with quote unquote influencers, uh, that I'm a human first because I, I love getting to know you guys. And I think it's important that we connect on that level because if you are unhappy or something's miserable, like none of the business matters. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in the business of helping you promote your voice and your view, well, if you're off, then the other two things don't matter. Right. So Absolutely. human and then athlete, which is ingrained in my blood, everything's like team metaphor, what we do. And then business person third, mm-hmm. um, how do you guys identify yourselves? I mean, is it, again, if I'm human, athlete, business person, is it sister, mentor, soccer player? Like, how would you guys identify yourselves? Or how does that categorize for your, your thinking? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, and to be honest, it's something that, like, I'm actively trying to shift. Because okay. I, cate- I categorized myself for such a long time, and that's why I started my company as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then probably as a teammate and then maybe as like a sister and then you know it it just kind of shifted and since that's not the case anymore like I've found myself classifying myself really as like as an entrepreneur so like I I run businesses I work with people like that's what I do and then after that I'd probably be um a friend and then after that I'd probably be like a sister or what have you but at the end of the day like I'm I'm me and like I lose that you know and at certain times and I'm trying to figure that out the irony of all of it and I think that's why I get frustrated is because I'm working with these athletes and I'm trying to get them, you know, like to understand like you are more than just an athlete. Like you are not what you do. Like who are you? Like what, you know, problems do you want to solve? Like what do you care about? Like who impacts you? Like what do you see or engage with that like actually moves you? Like what are those things? Um, and I sometimes forget that like I am much more than you know, my companies that I run or the people that I work with because at the end of the day, like, those could be done in, in two seconds. Like, someone could be like, oh, like, who cares about event planning? Like, n- no one. Or, like, we are have someone else to do that. Or athletes, you know, could figure out another opportunity for them, you know, to do something else. Because um, at the end of the day, that's how I that's how I make money and I love the work that I do and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, but if it ever comes at the expense of myself, which is what I'm starting to realize is happening, then we have a bigger issue. Yeah. And it's also a bigger issue. I'm, you know, 27 and now I'm looking at my role as like a partner looking at my role as like a sister or daughter and I'm like those are so far on my list down my list at the end of the day the business stuff is gone yeah. then like what am I doing right and I think just having the and probably moving to New York to be honest probably wasn't the best move to like help me like adjust that because <laughs> because everyone is like an entrepreneur and everyone's you know running around a million miles a minute and I you know whatever like I'm still unpacking that um but yeah, I, I think that's probably how I, I would identify myself. Oh, also like a philanthropist, so like people that, like yeah. an advocate, like people that I speak up for, people that can't speak up for themselves. Yeah. Well, that's my athletes or girls that I work with or, you know, other marginalized groups. Like that's important for me. And I've realized between my business and speaking up for other people and even my family, like myself is yeah. is down the list, which is a problem. I, I, I feel politics for you. I've got to be honest. Thank you. I, I don't know. I could totally... I always, obviously don't have to be your own headspace, but yeah. God, I just feel like that is in your... like. In your vibe, in yourself, in your energy. Thank we'll see. you. We'll I see. no, I I appreciate that. I was gonna say, yeah. like, we can talk about that if you want. Um, Follow your heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I that is definitely something that I have thought about for a really long time, and something that people have, have spoken in into me and over me. Um, my my ability, especially having grown up in so many different environments, like I kind of feel like I'm a chameleon. I have the I have the ability of being able to connect with a lot of different people, even people that don't necessarily agree with the same things that I agree with. And I think that, especially the time that we're 
important politically, and and we've all spoken about this, everything is so polarizing that to be able to have someone, and and I have very, you know, I have ideas and opinions that that may be polarizing for people, but being able to have the emotional intelligence and the capacity to be able to speak to those that may, you know, disagree and to at least have that dialogue is something that I, you know, appreciate. Um, And I've always advocated and believed in, you know, education being the key to everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that there's enough, especially coming from Chicago, that's being done in, in that space. So I definitely have some have some musings and some leanings uh, for politics. And, you know, especially after what happened not too long ago, I feel like this is the time now more than ever to get engaged. Should you should you choose? So we will see. We will see. Big points of disruption happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I think I would label myself. I love this question, too. I love asking people, how would you label yourself without your career, without being a parent like I just want to know who you are deep down so great question for me I think the first one that comes to my head is sister I'm the oldest of four I'm very close with my siblings they mean the world to me I think second we'll say fiance I just got engaged hey, hey, Yay! Put a ring on I'm it. blinding them with my bling it's beautiful <laughs> by the way um, and those two kind of tie together, as weird as that sounds, but my siblings actually helped plan the proposal and everything, and I had told Jacob, my fiancé, when when we're, we're to that point, you're asking my family, like, yes, ask my mom and dad, um, and it was important for both of those. This is not The Bachelor, where you only ask the dad, which I think is ridiculous, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> right? Crazy. That's the reason why you guys hate The Bachelor? Yeah. I, mean, I, I was, I was I like, oh no, I, I still watch. Oh, okay, sure. I was, watch but, no, I don't. I was being sarcastic. Like that's the only reason you guys don't like The Bachelor is because they asked the dad. Like, I was like, yeah, what? yeah, come on now. Um, not judging, just like slightly, just slightly concerned. <laughs> well, at least we're we're on the same <laughs> shitty boat. <laughs> Yeah, damn. <laughs> I watch Housewives. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Come on now. Again, not judging. Just curious. Um, so when I had told my fiance, like, I'd really like you for to ask each of my parents who are divorced. So that was just, you know, a different conversation with both of them. I had said, please call my siblings. And um, I have a sibling in Texas and one in Ohio and my brother's at IU. So he had to intentionally call them. So he just like all those people just mean so much to me obviously daughter um i have a great relationship with both my parents which i'm very fortunate to have and um beyond that i think i would call myself just an overall positive vibe um this girl just wanted it in the we already have a drink. Yeah, We're good. <laughs> Catch up. Sorry, Finn. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. I told you the podcast was happening, bitch. Anyway. Not say a word when I got it. No, Sarah, 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 K.O. is that bitch. Um, she's a hella bi- Is this about business shit? No, it's about It's a combination life. of both. <laughs> All right, well, she's a business chick, and she also gets lit at night, so if you need a she consultant, hire K.O. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, Thank you. That was your first ad. That was your ad. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. And it was just cost me. Right. Uh, just, 
Oh, you're here. Oh, there you go. Exchange of goods. Exchange of goods. Okay, so hopefully, yes. Okay. Hopefully, the other thing would be just an overall positive vibe and someone who is curious. I learned pretty quickly after college that you should give people the space to talk about themselves without asking, so what do you do for a living? Because not everyone is identified by their job Mm -hmm. or their job title or where they work. So Mm -hmm. I would call myself curious in that way that I always try to dig a little deeper. Don't talk to me about the weather. I don't give a shit. I know it was raining when I drove into work, just like you did. Um, I want to know something else about your day. And, you know, there's people who you can pry with and people who you can't. But yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I call myself a sister, fiance, daughter. And then just overall, hopefully people see me as a positive vibe and then someone who's uh, curious. Man, can I like redo my answer based on what Sarah said? Uh, no, no. you just got no, school by Sarah. Like so, wow. Okay. Well, Halfway through my tequila like, drink, yeah, yeah, things flow, are looking good. Like tequila, I'm telling you, plant based, it'll open up access that is different. <laughs> um, but it's it's real. And uh, Jen, just you know, Juniper Bay, those two. Um, but I think it's so funny because I think both of us, are, or all three of us, are forging space of letting go of labels and be, I mean, that's literally what Tumor Conceal this is about. Like, yes, you can be in business and then in fitness and merge it all together because that's many things. So can I ask you what you would say? Yeah, well, I'm, I literally put it together as human first, athlete second, and okay. business person third, primarily so businesses can understand where I'm coming at or influencers yeah. where I'm like, listen, Just I know- right out of the gates. Like, yeah, because yeah. influencers are now getting, are so smart and companies are coming out that they just want to trade for product and not yeah. actually pay them for their time and energy. And now influencers or key voices are getting smart enough to know what to ask for. And so I, and they're almost getting jaded in this space because it's just, they're treated like commodities. And as much as, you know, business and bottom line is real, I like to differentiate myself and be like, no, dude, I actually do give a, give a shit. I promise you, like, if I didn't care, I wouldn't be wasting my time. There's a billion people in America alone, let alone the entire world, more than that probably. I like It doesn't need to be there. You don't need to be sitting with me either. So if we don't connect on a human level, even if we don't see eye to eye politically or family values or whatever it might be, let's have a conversation. Honestly, that's probably good. Like I'm building out this team. So it's not just my perspective. It's not just this. Mm-hmm. So it's important for, I don't really like labeling that. Those three are pretty general. Yeah. Humans kind of like, so, you know, like I do actually care or I don't, and you can move on uh, athlete because that's how I do my business. Like I'm very team, everything mm-hmm. like the base of supporting one another and being transparent and trying to get to the next level as a collective whole is, is how I operate. Um, and then obviously the business piece, but I think it makes it more digestible and streamlines process of, companies and other people that don't know me well mm-hmm. understanding how my flow is and what mm-hmm. my agenda is mm-hmm. um so that's why i'm there but I, I genuinely do hate labels like that's what i'm working against because we're all things like even if you put us in our major demographics there's so much complexity there particularly amongst what i, I like to call my varsity human beings where they're just hard charging and trying to shape change and disrupt things and you know figure out their own shit and call their own shit out like that's it's hard to put it in one piece and the irony in that is i think that's the most binding like grounding point where we have so much in common common, yeah yeah so it's this crazy like irony that like flows back and forth but that's that's like the common space that we are like you Mm -hmm. strip down everything you can see and you have all these people that are just trying to take the next step right and it's really amazing so there's that whole tangent in, in other news what do you guys have coming up personally professionally like or let's say this, if we're if we're not going professional zone, what do you want to what do you want to be doing in the next like two to six months personally or professionally? Let's go there. Oh, damn! It. I'll yeah. go because so I've been thinking about mine for a while. Sarah knows she's like ready. Yeah, yeah. No I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm just out here 
here. Well, when I'm bored of studying, about. I'm like, what could I be doing otherwise? Oh, I don't have time anything. for that. That's right. Yeah, you know, anything. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, finishing this MBA, which I will be super proud of and super happy to have. I always wanted to go back to school, but I was so burnt out after undergrad. Um, I found the time was right, and I'm really glad that I pursued this. So finishing that, after that, for sure, redoing my website and then starting a podcast and then pitching the hell out of my workshop and getting paid for it. Those are yeah, some major goals for sure. And then, you know, I have to plan a wedding too. I'd like to get married in 2020, so we want to make that happen. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm an event planner uh, 40 hours a week. I, I was like, for know. workshops? Do you know someone? <laughs> Kale, like, I wow, that's so crazy. Right. I may, yeah. Oh my gosh. So my fia- I am the outgoing one in our relationship. Like really? my fiance, I'd love really? for him to meet you, KO, because he would be like, Yeah. Is it so much? It would be awesome. Yeah, you just show up day of. I'm like, this is our day of coordinator. She hasn't done anything, but here she is. <laughs> Surprise! How can I get KO to my wedding? Yeah. Um but no, I'm I'm super excited for that. Um I just, it's such a cool opportunity to bring together so many circles of friends and loved ones and family and work friends. Like it's, it's a little, I think, tricky in society that that's kind of the only excuse that you have to do that. Um, So I think people, this is a lesson that I learned in 2018. Celebrate, celebrate the little things. I don't know if that speaks to you, but I actually think that's a phenomenal event angle of like, cool, we got weddings and all this out here, but like. Why don't you just plan a party to plan a freaking... Oh yeah, what about gosh. the rest of us? As simple as that is, yeah. like, I genuinely think that's... I, I don't find yeah. it selfish at all. Um, if you want to plan something for your 31st, or you just got your MBA, or you got a promotion, like, why don't we do... Yeah. Yeah. And I'm having, you know, a cookout, whatever. Um, it's So I, I'm honored to have the ability to do that through um, marrying just a wonderful guy. But yeah, those are my next goals. So okay. MBA podcast website fiance married <laughs> so, oh and then i do want to run a full marathon as i mentioned earlier so we're gonna go get something i'll be here by myself so kudos president she's taking over she's gonna drop this bomb right now chloe barnes 2020 i'm announcing yeah. my campaign on the Dude, super and tequila podcast hey. i've been waiting for a long time Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, well, one, I have so many things I want to say. Sarah, you're a freaking rock star, so that's fantastic. Um, I actually did, so funny enough, on my like long walk, I was not doing like Oprah Super Soul that day, but one of my good friends and, and business partners actually sent me a podcast from T.D. Jakes, and he was talking about celebrating and like why that was important and for me it really resonated because he was like as humans we're so conditioned to like always be looking for the next fight not because we want to be but because once we get over something there's always something else there's always some you know there's always an obstacle and then we also compare as as human beings like our struggle with other you know with other people Mm -hmm. and we like to limit ourselves to celebrating whether it's a birthday whether you know it's a, a, a wedding or an engagement or what have you but like while we're chasing these larger moments like that's why a lot of people are unhappy because you forget to actually recognize and appreciate the smaller moments and he had said something he's like you know at the end of the day like all of us were just in this process of of 
figuring it out and yeah. fighting and like just trying to survive and he was like if you make it to the end of the week like and you are just one percent better or you're like you just survived like that in of itself is a reason to celebrate yeah. and i think for me that was really really powerful because i you know was like sarah a year ago when i was in chicago i had just launched my company we had just won you know chicago tribune big idea awards i was getting all this recogni- recognition that's, that's oh, yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> no, but we were doing all of these things and, and I was in that space and the company was expanding and it was fantastic. And now, you know, to fast forward a, a year and, and things are really different. Not that there's anything wrong with the company, but I'm in a different community, uh, community. I don't know anyone. Like I'm, you know, dealing with, you know, paying back a business loan and doing this and doing that and trying to like make ends meet in New York City, which is the most like expensive place to live in the whole freaking world. Like trying to balance my personal life, trying to balance my professional life. And honestly, at the end of the week, like I'm just happy that I survived yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. I think finding making sure that we're all finding time to like celebrate those you know small wins um you know what for some people whether it's making it through a week whether it's you know you finally did a little bit extra at work and like you can now afford to go get your hair done like the same that all these other girls that do it you know every single week like on your way to get your hair done get a freaking Dairy Queen ice cream cone and like celebrate that shit you know like yeah. what you know it's like it's different for every person and I think us all being able to make sure that like we're we're actively like looking for reasons to like celebrate Um, Yeah, and celebrating other people is so important, too. There's this girl at work, and I got these mini, like, encouragement cards um, as a secret Santa gift at work. I know. I'm a huge thank you card enthusiast. Nothing nothing surprises me less. (laughs) I should just say card enthusiast. But she... No, no, no. She, a few months ago, was talking to me in the locker room at work and was like, I don't really know if I like my job anymore. Like, I need something outside of it. And now she's launched, um, she's going to be a fashion consultant in Indianapolis. And so I wrote her this little card. She literally came and I dropped it when I knew she wasn't at her desk because, you know, just to be a little surprised. And she came back up to me and was like, tears in her eyes, like, thank you so much. So just acknowledging people for the littlest things like just do it just give them that recognition tell them they're doing a great job and um i won't go on too much of a tangent but i was a little nervous being here this weekend surrounded by so many you know fitness badasses and writers and bloggers and we had some artists in the room and stuff but then i think back and remember like ko and mallory actually saw something in me and i was just being myself so just recognizing people for being their badass selves goes a long way so I know that you're like joking about you don't do anything, but you have such an awesome eye for encouraging people and making them believe them themselves for sure. Oh, hold on. I was like, I wasn't going to talk about what I have coming up. It's fine. I was going to not answer that. No, check this out. This is why I think it should be a keynote taken away. I think what makes KO um, who she is, I think it's something that's not celebrated enough because people celebrating other people, it doesn't happen enough ever. That you nowadays, even on the internet, I know if I put a video up and it gets something negative, I get more clicks just because people want the drama and want the stuff. That's just the world we live in. But I think sometimes people move over the fact that, like, even KO, I think the number one thing about her that people walk over not walk over but disregard because nobody cares she only surrounds herself with good people Mm -hmm. and i think that's why when you said i was nervous to come this weekend i get nervous to do so many things but then i always go back to the fact that that's why i think she stays so young so fresh so Mm -hmm. new with things because it's like and she does the whole no label because she only if there's a million dollars on the table i've seen her walk away from it because the person offering it to her she mm-hmm. felt wasn't good people would have never we would have never met y'all y'all would nothing no. something oh, yeah. like that but she was the one who handpicked every single person and we didn't have to be the fittest we didn't have to have a million followers I wasn't. we had a view 
You know oh, what I mean? You did like eight deadlifts. Right. Yeah. A day. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> very petty. You're keeping track. I'm going to drink. I'm going to try. Right. It's like, I know if she introduces me, like she brought y'all up. I was like, if she introduces me to someone, I know for a fact this is a good person. And that's why I love, that's how we call it. It's JV or varsity. So back to y'all, but I think that's something that celebrate girls, but celebrate people. No, It's not about the money. It's not about the accolades. It's about something you could do going into 2019 is just try to yes commend people but also celebrate who you have around you and if you have shit people around you you're going to be shit you need to move on but if you have good people then you make an effort and look what we're all you guys are all creating just with good souls this all happened because y'all just vibe anyway bye Uh, rosa my my favorite daughter right there no rosa real talk she is okay it was all i was all the vodka no i rosa We know, we know, I know Rosa through Front Range Fitness. I've literally known her for like 10 years now, and she's 15 to 35 years younger. Um, thank you for saying that. My girl that's paying attention over there in hot yellow blue pants. She doesn't want me to tell, say any of this, but um, thank you. And it is appreciated. I'm going to let Chloe say her piece, but I will say this. I have learned one thing being amongst, and I got a lot to learn and a long way to go, but being amongst really great, smart, accomplished people or even unknowns that really genuinely just want to do something and be purposeful it's the bottom line to me is it's so much more important than me like how whatever i can do in this lifetime or in in these certain amount of times or a certain amount of days so be it but like everything we're a blip on the radar long-term energy i put out and the the team i can build or any whatever little impact i can have that's like i'm obsessed with that like my favorite quote uh benjamin franklin i'd rather be said he lived uh or he died he lived purposely, then died rich. Um, so just yeah. know that I actually, because I think that, like, sure, I might have good things or talents, but if I can facilitate something bigger than me and create mm-hmm. a united tribe that has an understanding that can then reverberate their message and we kind of just keep a wave going, mm-hmm. if I can have any part of that, I think that's where I stay in humble yeah. space of like, yeah, I got important things to do and I can bring certain skills to the table, but God damn, I need like a million people to do that. We need a whole yeah. political campaign. We need yeah. all these things. So if I can just help everybody and then have strong humans around in all different generations and categories and all these things, like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, so in really cool. so not you. That's no. you. <laughs> oh thank, thank you so much. Um no, I, I think that that's huge. I think that's a big part of the reason why I mean even though I had said earlier that I'm trying to get away from that entrepreneurial label, I think why it is so much a part of me is because to my core I'm I'm a human that genuinely believes that like I can change the world like yeah. genuinely like not like because it's a cute thing to say but like I genuinely feel you know, that I, I, I know yeah. not even necessarily because what I'm able to do but like I do believe in ripple effects that's why I work with athletes that's why I work with other people is because I you know if I'm the person that helps you even move one step closer to what you feel like your calling is then like I'm actually starting you know a larger ripple effect for you yes. to be able to impact so many other people and so for me you know even back to the identity piece like yeah you know I'm trying to stay away from just being the entrepreneur but like more so just like an influencer of of people um, and someone to help like advocate um, for other people to like live out their dreams and their calling and and for me that's like that's important so I totally get you and feel you um, on that piece um, and then with that being said I would say in the next like two to six months for me it's really going back to like things that I enjoy I feel like as people like we get so caught up in doing things that like a we either happen to be good at and so yeah. we do them just because we're good at something does not mean that we need to do them I had to learn that the hard way um and god (laughs) 
<laughs> that was horrible. I I just oh, uh, it was, not it was horrible. just the bar. It was just great. the bar. It's like I like I did fine. It's just like not overly no, enjoyable yeah. for me. I don't care for it. Um, I will not be doing CrossFit in the next two to six months. <laughs> Darn, right, so we not, did not, not happening. Not happening. Not, not a future. We did not. Turn not her. a future <laughs> ambassador for that. Um, no, so no, 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 no. You're totally fine. Um, but I would say so. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on things that bring me joy, and for me, that really, especially in New York, where like finding community is so hard building spaces and creating events and programs like to help build community so I think for me what that looks like is really twofold and it's something that I like actually was processing and kind of like writing down on the plane over here so thank you for that opportunity like it's in a very like it's in a very inspirational trip Um, so I'd like to do um, you know events that are geared more towards the political leaning space so like the Rolling Stone event yeah so like giving people opportunities to like actually come in and have like real conversations um, and to be able to to chat about that um, in, in a real and, and meaningful way. Those spaces don't really exist for like high level intellectual conversation and like actual like next steps, right? So like we're coming up to a big election season, you know, giving people the opportunity and the platform to actually talk, convene, and then develop things in, in their own networks and spaces to be able to like execute change. So yeah. creating events and, and programming around that will be huge. And then really just like remi- reminding myself like why I do what I do. One of my former student athletes actually while I was here as well, Denver is like a special place. It's never been to Denver, but like a lot of things are happening in Denver for me this weekend. He literally sent me um, a text message. He was like, hey, you know, I I wanted you to meet my my son. Um, Let me know when you have the opportunity to like... Um, to hop on a call and so he sent me a picture of his new son that he had I had another athlete recently a few days ago on my way here as well that was like you know you changed my life and I'm like I'm moving away from a lot of like those things so I want to create events and spaces for former athletes to come and get a lot of the community to be honest that we had today you know come in do a workout together commune talk whether it's finding a new career doing a side business starting that um, really try to bring those people that miss being a part of a team and miss you know feeling connected in that space and, and providing them opportunities to have like some dignity and to say you know what like I've really struggled post sport and like here's where I'm at and here's some resources and here's some other people that are going through the same thing and and maybe there's healing in that for other people because I know there's healing there was healing in that today for me yeah. being around other athletes so I'm gonna work on creating those spaces in New York too love it yeah I mean, I don't know. I'm going to laugh in like three years when you're running a high-end company and you're running for president. I'm like, yo, remember turmeric and tequila three, four years ago? We got Rosa jumping in and tequila in the mix. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, No, it's so funny because I think it's like, what are you going to be doing? But the way both of you guys speak about it is very like present tense. It's like right now and like I believe versus I think or I know. I mean, it's it's very interesting if you guys hear this back and be like, oh, okay. Um... But we'll wrap up because I do try and keep them under an hour and we got a dinner reservation, oh. so I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, that. Uh, it's real. And we need more tequila, clearly. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, ahead yeah, of the game we're here. We're done with our drinks. we got to But cl- closing remarks, um, favorite quote or where can we find you? Anything else you want to share on a closing point? We have to do this again because there's so many deeper topics and I actually would love to do this in like six months or even a year or maybe sooner. i like, all right, where are you at? What's different? Like, what's new? Um, because even if this community, which is an audience of zero right now, uh, doesn't grow huge, I I have a belief the right people will hear and they'll be like, yo, I gotta call Chloe, I gotta call Sarah, I'm at finish line right now, and what sneaker should I buy? And also, Best where's the foundation? The yeah, and I used to work there back in the day, you know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real, retail is real. Um, so any, like, a, a parting note, something you wanna say, something that's coming up, where do you find you on social? Yeah. 
Um, I can start. So you can find me on social at Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, 03. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Really, I mean, branding across the board, it's the same. Even LinkedIn, should you so choose. Um, but Instagram is the best place to find me. I would say for closing closing thoughts, I wouldn't necessarily say that there's you know a quote. Um, but I would say that for me right now with my businesses and things I have going on, like I feel like I'm in a, in a state of, of pause. Um, and what that means means is you know I'm, I'm not chasing like a huge accolade like I was a year ago you know I'm in a really interesting space and I feel like as humans we're always trying to figure out the next the next thing like what's coming up next what's happening next what can I chase next and someone told me an intuitive I'm very big into intuitives she had told me she's like you need to really make sure that you're enjoying the pause because you're one thing away from your entire life shifting and changing and she was like while you're uncomfortable right now you know you know that you're destined and built for better things that are coming. We're just preparing you right now in this time. So I would just challenge anyone that you know is really frustrated or upset because they're not where they need to be or where they think that they need to be, that you really could just be in, in your pause and to find time and, and solace and make sure that you're good because your life literally could change in a second. You wanna make sure that you're ready. Yeah, Oof. Man, that's a whole cast in itself right there. <laughs> cast, yes. Is that the short term <laughs> for, oh, for a podcast? I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Cat. Cat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, okay, so you can find me on social media at at S A R A J M C I N E R N E Y. Oh, I know it's a mouthful, but I'm very proud of my Irish What's heritage. What's your new last name? Um, I am undecided. I'm yeah. undecided. Um, sorry, that was really aggressive of you. Yeah. No, I'm no. sorry. My bad. My bad. No, I was asking if she no. was. It's totally Do you fine. Too? I thought so. This oh woman at work. Okay, so his last name is Hawk H A U C K, which will be a breeze to say and spell. Um, but no, this woman at work already calls me Mrs. Hawk. Like she's just That's like very this presumptuous. I know, very eclectic. Mm, no. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Yeah. No, but no, I haven't decided. It. I may hyphenate. I may keep mine. I don't know. I haven't decided so, yet. Something sorry, to back think to you. I, I, I yeah. Um, and there's different ways to do it. So I'm I'm gonna explore that a little bit. But um, so yeah, the unfortunate part of my last name currently is it is very hard to spell and stay. So I always have to like remind people how to spell it, or they're trying to find me on Instagram. I'm like, hold on, I'll type it in for you um but i instagram's my go-to i love it i think it's a great place i think a lot more people are using it as a photo journal and that's what um i think is a great thing about it be vulnerable be you yes you can put up a cute sexy pic but just remember that people are watching and you do have influence whether you have 500 followers or 10,000. um off of the instagram rant um rant um things that i want to leave on the table is I want to encourage people to always follow your passion over a paycheck. Don't get me wrong. We all got to hustle. We all got to eat. So please do not dive yourself into a no paycheck situation, but follow what you're passionate about. It will always pay off. Do more of what makes you awesome. Um, Find out what those things are. Take the time to find what that is and lean towards that and just keep moving towards that. I think it will lead to something great. And then when one door closes, knock on the next. I don't think that door's just open for anybody. You actually have to go knock on those doors. So that's what I like to tell people. Um, And yeah, I think that's how I want to leave it. 
And thank Wait, you, KO. Yeah, I was gonna say, KO, I need to give a shout out. Obviously, you've gotten like so many shout outs because people really love you. Um, no, I, it's really for you. It's your own branding and your own marketing. Like, it's fine. Um, but, 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 no. What I what I do want to say is, I at least I can speak for me, and, and I actually I'll speak for Sarah too. We okay. are so so incredibly thankful for you to give us this opportunity and this platform, not just today, but really just in general. Um, your your spirit is always genuine and authentic and it is very very rare um and as people who are you know building our voices and having influence in our own respective communities because the instagram numbers like don't necessarily reflect that like you've always seen our value and our significance beyond what social media may say and like that's very very powerful and like it makes me a better person to know that i have people like you in my corner like pushing and moving me forward so thank you for that you guys, I, I mean, you are so welcome. And I genuinely appreciate your words and you guys showing up. Like, people overlook taking time out of your life. You have stuff to do, even if it's someone's paying your way. These things, it's still days, days out of your life and energy out of your day. Like, I appreciate you guys coming through. And it is my absolute pleasure to have you in the mix. Um, but more than that, and as we talk about journey in the pause, which I think I've had an intuitive kind of tell me the same thing even right now, my job, like this influencer marketing, this thing wasn't a thing, you know, six months, five no, years. It was so, yeah. when I was high school, I'd have been like, influencer marketing, then the fuck? Okay, go be a doctor. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. And it is right. not done well across it, the board. Well, it's we transitioning see it every day. Every day. So know? I think it's okay to not know. And like, that's kind of my daily battle. Companies like, well, we need followers, we need numbers or this. And I'm like, but if you meet these people and you talk to them, like, I know it matters. And yes. I mean, I don't, I'm making this up as I go, as everyone else is like i'm just learning from the experience that i'm getting so it's i can't even tell you where things are going to be in like five to you know six seven months or a year but i know like the points of disruption across the board politically financially personally amongst humans young people asking larger questions like something's coming and my only piece of advice and for myself included is just stay like present and aware and just be able to adjust like the consumers tell you what they want consumers are where they, the dollar counts more as a vote than ever and decisions um but on a equally as important level seeing my humans today rosa in the back in the back in the kitchen taking shots i it's it warms my heart like i won't get teary like an old person to see you guys as a collective whole just shooting the shit today in the same room bonded over fitness or nutrition or laughing about not liking crossfit or, <laughs> or whatever not it is. liking the bachelor yeah but, yeah, but seeing wow. trying to put me in ko dogs <laughs> yeah. yeah right or they bring me up and take me down we can go back and forth they, they, they keep it she she doesn't like the bat. I know. You guys have watched it. She watched it while doing CrossFit. It was real. I know. We're we're wrapping it up now. I will say I love seeing these guys together because I don't know what it is or how to explain it, but that collective, the energy all in one room. I had to take a step back today and just be like. I don't know what is next. Like if it's slangy beef jerky or whatever it is, but these, I hope it's like the Mickey Mouse Club where we look in 10 years like, oh shit, that's Brittany and that's yes. Justin and they all did this yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I hope at some point it's kind of like that, that group because we took today. Yeah, yeah these, you, I mean, everybody has something to say and it's, it, they're fighting the good fight and that is cliche as that sounds, it's so real and so I'll wrap up there but I genuinely I, appreciate I the time and energy. Thing, oh, Sarah, go, go. Um, the last piece of advice I want to leave is go for the big, silly, stupid, unbelievable dream because we would not be here today had I not seen a post from one of my fitness idols oh, yeah. that KO was pushing for. And that's how I met KO. And then we brought oh, Chloe real. to be golden. Yeah. Like, so just you guys there's a long backstory to that but long long story short is i saw one of my fitness idols who was going to be in indiana decided to drop everything no no hotel reservation no nothing 
drives down. Up. Yeah, I just show oh. up by myself, and that's always intimidating too. But just do it if you if you want to go do something, do she it. Like, I'm cares. like, you can crash in my room. You drive me to the airport. We got a fair trade. Boom, we became well, friends. Literally, Ko and I, less than twelve hours, are spending the night in the same hotel room, and then I drove her ass to the airport. Yeah, but no, just like it, just like you talking about us being here in this room, like that would not have happened had I not seen that. Had I not been like. I'm gonna go by myself. Screw it. So, right. how do you do what you want to do? Over paycheck profile yeah. on me. Like, have we yeah. not reconnected? Had I not spoken at Be Golden? Had so, I not met you? Holy cow! Just it's whatever. As, as controlling your, humans, we're actually not not much control. Li- life is secret. yeah. Life is too short. Yeah. Go get what you want. It's it's worth your time. Yeah. All right, now we can wrap up. there. <laughs> Thank you. Join us for more. We'll reconnect with these guys. Thank you Are guys. You? Um, we'll chat soon. Signing off. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.